Welcome to the Rebel Physician Podcast, where we are creating a path for physicians to break free from the toxic medical system to create an enjoyable and a sustainable career in medicine. Join us each week as we challenge the status quo, push boundaries, and seek to create a better healthcare system for all. All right, this week on the podcast, we're going to talk about toxic medical culture. This is a term that I have been using a lot recently, and I thought I should probably define what exactly I mean by toxic medical culture or toxic medical system. Those go hand in hand and give you some specific examples so you know whether or not you may be working in one. I'll tell you, which is kind of exciting, is that I'm writing a book, The Rebel Physician Manifesto. It's going to come out later this year. And this is part of an excerpt from that book. So that's just kind of a little teaser so that you can be on the lookout for that book for you or a friend or anyone in your life who might want to um, take a stand against toxic medical culture with me. So... What I mean by toxic medical system or toxic medical culture is one in which that is harmful, unpleasant, and typically includes systemic abuse and or emotional neglect with the physician and other healthcare workers at it as its victims. Now, you know me, I love definitions. So the definition of toxic, I think, is very appropriate, which is why I continue to use this word. It means very harmful or unpleasant in a pervasive or insidious way. So physicians work so many hours of their lives. They're constantly in an environment for their work. And if that environment is toxic, it's going to be very impactful for them and have a huge effect on their health and well-being. So some examples of systemic abuse that I'm talking about are fee-for-service models. Now, this is a problem because financial goals of an institution are emphasized more than the human needs of the physician. And you know if you're working in that kind of system, if you were given points (laughs) Or there are certain things that you do that are deemed more important than others. And usually the things that are deemed important are not health maintenance, routine visits, things like that. Other systemic abuse is patient reviews. And I'm not saying that feedback and even constructive criticism is not important. It is. We all want to improve. But in a toxic medical system... They are weaponized at worst and used as dangling carrots at best. This means that when your bonuses are based on a certain number of good reviews or if there's disciplinary action based on one bad review, that would be an example of something that's toxic. And it's a problem because really when you think about patient reviews, the vast majority of them that are negative are based on wait times or parking spaces or ancillary staff that has nothing to do with the actual 
physician encounter that they have. And I'm sure many physicians can relate to the fact that they can do their best work in the 15 minutes allotted to them, and it's not going to be enough to overcome all of the other things, all of their problems that a patient has when going to the doctor. Another example of systemic abuse is productivity or RVUs. When you are forced to provide a certain number of production in order to prove your value, that is toxic. That's toxic. Some examples of emotional neglect. I'm going to go back to a previous episode when I talk about Maslow's hierarchy of needs. This is really important to bring up when we talk about the toxic medical system because most physicians don't even have their basic needs met. And that's the bottom of this hierarchy, which is physiologic needs like water, rest, And one step above that are safety needs, security and safety. And I would say that the majority of physicians don't have those needs met. And when you work in an environment that is unable to meet those needs, the very basic human needs, it's impossible to thrive in that environment because you're constantly in survival mode. And that is toxic. That is toxic. So I want to, before we close, this is going to be a short and sweet episode today. I want you to think about the next few examples. And if any of these are remotely familiar, then you work in toxic medical culture. Number one, you feel guilty if you don't complete work tasks on your days off. Toxic. Number two, you feel ashamed when you get a negative patient review. That means that you work in an environment where you believe that your value or worth is based on what someone else thinks of you. That's toxic. Number three, leaving work on time is frowned upon, meaning you are able to leave work on time, but you know that you will be resented or judged by your colleagues if you leave before them or if you leave on time instead of staying late. It means that maybe because of the shame about leaving early, you stick around and help other people even though you're totally exhausted and burned out. That's toxic. Now these small, quote-unquote small examples are often overlooked, but they are the result of toxic medical culture. So what do we do? That's the question, right? What do we do about this culture that's been in place for decades, decades, and so much so that we are conditioned to believe that it's normal. And if we can't handle it, if we are burnt out, if we are overwhelmed, if we have anxiety, depression, suicidal thoughts, then we are the ones that have a problem. When in reality, we are forced to work in these neglectful and abusive environments. So what we need to do is individually help each other. 
by taking a stand against it. And I know that when you are in survival mode, drowning with the burden of your job, that the thought of going to, uh, you know, joining a rebellion against toxic medical culture feels impossible. And I want you to know that you don't have to do that. You don't have to do this on your own. And I used to say, even just a few days ago, until I heard a, until, until I heard a really good point about this, where I said, no one's coming to save us, right? No one's coming to save physicians. We have to do it on our own. But the reality is, and what I want you to know, especially if you are struggling, is that someone is coming to save you. Someone is coming. It's, it's going to be me when you hear my voice on this podcast, or it's going to be a, a colleague that you notice saying no to things, leaving on time, and truly enjoying their career. Someone is coming to save you if you are drowning. You don't have to do it all on your own. But I want you to know, I want you to have an awareness of the position that you're in. If you are in toxic medical culture, the first step I want you to take is awareness. Recognize that you are in an environment that is toxic. And if you quote unquote can't handle it, or if you're exhausted or burned out or ruminate constantly, if you feel the burden of your job so heavily that you can never relax, it's not because you're weak or lazy. Or it's not because you're not a good doctor. It's because of the environment that you're in is setting you up to fail. Action step challenge for you this week is to out loud or writing in your journal, acknowledge the environment that you're in. Acknowledge it and recognize that you are not at fault. You are not the one with the problem. There's nothing wrong with you. You're not lacking anything. And review this fact with yourself every single day for the rest of the week until it really becomes ingrained in your brain and in your body. You can viscerally understand that. And if you need help with this, then join the Rebel Physician community and post about it or email me and we can get you support. You can find you support. Okay? Have a great week. <laughs>